Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I am your host, Janelle Carter. And I am Terry Carter. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. Yes, it's good to be here. Yeah, how's everybody doing out there in virtual land? Yeah, we hope you're all doing well. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So today's uh, topic came from a conversation that we had, which most of our topics come from. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Otherwise, we'll, they wouldn't be topics. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we'll be in the car, we'll be eating dinner, and we'll be talking about something. So we were discussing, uh, and I think it could be a little bit of a sensitive subject, but friendships after a divorce when a new relationship has been established. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there are a lot of positives. And a lot of really great new things that come from this. And there can be some hurt. And some sadness. Yeah, absolutely. And some loss. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we thought that would be a great uh, topic to dive into, which we're going to do. So Clearly, this is for the people who have been through a divorce and that have had... Or a breakup. Or a breakup. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's... Anytime there's a separation, doesn't matter Mm -hmm. how. Yep. But... If you have established friends throughout a period of time, especially a long period of time, and then suddenly they're gone. Yeah. How does that look? How does that dynamic look for on their side and on our side or on the yeah. the relationship side? So um, Terry and I have both been divorced and this is our second marriage. Yep. Which was kind of the premise of No Stage Lights, you know, look behind the, the truth and the, the grit and the, the nitty gritty behind a relationship. Yeah. You know, and so we have experienced uh, a multitude of different friendships over the course of our lives. And getting right to it, I the thing that pops out into my head the most is seeing how the friends that I had and have um, react to my situation. Like when mm-hmm. I when I got divorced, I mean, before when I in my previous marriage, when I was married, um, I had a group of friends, and the ones that followed me after that, you know, some still remained as friends. With both sides. Sure. And and I think if people are able to do that, that's it's, awesome. it's really beautiful. But it can be a struggle because yeah. you, when you're with that friend who's friends with the, the other party, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, conversations can be difficult at times. I agree. And, or awkward. It's just that it's, you know, because you don't want, you know, it's never about saying anything bad or negative mm-hmm. about the other party, but you find yourself, and I have, I have witnessed it several times to where, when you're talking with your friend, they're, you, nobody's as open as they normally were. Well, I, I think there you are a little guarded mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. Because, and rightfully so. Sure, and I think there's, I think that is a, a multi-level situation because are you you're guarded because a you don't maybe want that person to go back and repeat what you've said yeah, exactly, or you're guarded because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings because they truly care for the other party. And, All right. you know, you and I are both very 
highly aware of others' feelings, or we try to be. And so well, it could be a little uncomfortable. And when you have close friends, when you're a, a couple, you would like to think that they like you as a couple. So they, they you know, they see good qualities in you and they see qualities mm-hmm. in, in your other half. Sure. So that's, I think, what makes it difficult um, for that person. And right. it actually puts the friend in a bad position. I was just going to say. Yeah. The, the position that that person is in. Because we're okay. We're gone. We're gone from the situation. So to us, we're like, hey, cool. <laughs> and we're gone. And But for them, they're like, okay, now I have to be a friend to you. And I have mm-hmm. to be a friend to the other half that you mm-hmm. just left. Or they left you, whatever the case may be. Right. So let's look at it from like our point of view. So let me let me look at it from my point of view as someone who had a new relationship with you and was introduced to a friend group who had been there for many, many years. Probably about 15. Well established. Yeah, very well. Yeah, we were all family. Family. Mm-hmm. And here yeah. here I come. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I have to say that I am so blessed because everybody was so welcoming and loving. And I think that is a reflection on you and how much they love you. I would, I would agree with that because yeah, the, the, the friends that I had had, uh, I think they look at it as they're going to hope and pray. They trust my judgment. Sure. And they're going to support you. Yeah. And they would only hope and pray that the choices that I make, are going to be wise. Correct. Now for me, but it's all about your personality in the, in the, in the end, it, I don't think it, the pressure is kind of, I mean, unfortunately it's on you as well, <laughs> because no matter how much they, that my friends might care for me and, and, and trust you. me and yeah. want to support me. If you're a complete dingbat or, <laughs> you know, just right. not a friendly person, if you're rude, and sure. brash and, and it, it, you know, there isn't enough friendship between myself and them that's going to cover that up. Oh, absolutely. And I think that the friends are even on the more of more defensive. They're waiting for they're kind of like, oh, gosh, OK, we're going to be really protective of our friend. And if we see, you know, this friend has just been through hell and back. And if we see one thing that seems off, we're going to point it out. They're going to be protective to almost have another yeah, hoop to jump through. I agree. I agree. But I don't know if you experienced this at all, but, and I think, I think you did. Um, when I left, when I, when I divorced, I had a lot of friends go, oh my God, um, what took you so long? But yeah, and that's awkward sometimes. It's very because you don't know what to say. You don't want to. Again, it's not about being rude or vindictive right. or it's anything. And it's all and it's all one's perception. And I think that had those friends said that to you in the thick of your have, marriage, I wouldn't have believed them. You know, you, yeah, it's like man, I'd have been well, mad at wow, them. wow, thanks, thanks yeah. a lot for feeling that way. Nice friend. Um, for me, you know, I, I think what sparked this conversation earlier is. 
it was almost like some days I would wake up and think, how did I get to this life? Not in a bad way. <laughs> I was going to say, keep, keep going. <laughs> not in a bad way and not, not in a, just in a neutral way. It's, it was weird. Like I woke up one day and it was like, I had a new boyfriend. I had a new group of friends that I was getting to know strangers to me who now after a decade have become family to me. But that second marriage in reestablishing your life, not just a relationship with a new person, but your life, the people you're surrounded by your every day, maybe it's a move, maybe it's a new job, maybe it's a new home is, can be really like twilight zoning, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I was married for a long time, um, 15 years mm-hmm. and, and it was so wild because it, it, 13 years, you know, well, I'll say 10 years into it. I'd be like, I wouldn't see a change at all coming. I wouldn't think, so you've got all your friends and you've got everything and, and you're, you're thinking this is what your life is and this is how you're going to yeah, finish it normal. out and you're going to grow with all these people and, and that, that's around you and that's what your life is. And then, like you say, when things drastically change and then all of a sudden you you wake up and and now you're not only with somebody completely new that you're starting all over and mm-hmm. getting to know, but now everybody family-wise that you have dealt with, um, especially maybe from your ex or, or whatever, that their family that has been so wonderful and mm-hmm. and so caring. In some that, cases. Sure. Yeah, and in, in, some, in, my, yeah. in my case, too. In so mine, too, yeah. So they've always been there and they're just sweet people. But not everybody has had that. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But I'm just trying to say it from my perspective. Right, right. So you got all these people and then now it, it's a, it's like a light switch and now you don't see them anymore. And yeah. But now you're surrounding by other people who are equally and supportive yeah. and, and wonderful. And I mean, how about that? You're, you're, my mayor, I mean, oh, she she's is, she's by my far the best memory I have of when I first came into your family. My mayor is my grandmother. And we I just, her that that's French for grandma. Yeah. I melted when I saw her. Well, and I think she was most just, people do. <laughs> yeah. So going back to what you said about family, not only are you divorcing, you know, your partner, but the family, isn't it strange when you were someone's aunt or uncle for a long time and then like you were the you're, un- you're the uncle by blood or I mean by marriage and if they're young enough like if they're little they might not remember you or like a time without you well is no, that what you mean? no what I'm saying is that um you will remember that, you know, if you've got, if you have little nieces and nephews and then you're getting divorced and then you're no longer part of the oh. family, you're not going to Christmas, you're not going all these things. It's like, that's just done. It's so strange. And if you take it even further than that, it's harder on them because they're like, where'd they go? Yeah. I mean, I have, um, I have an uncle that I still call uncle who was mar- married to my aunt and, um, on my, on my dad's side and. I think we were, I was maybe like in high school when they got divorced and he's still my, like I, when I look at him, I still consider him 
like that's his name is my uncle, you know. And it's because it's a good memory. It's a good feel. It's a, it, it doesn't have to be a concrete mm-hmm. blood sure. situation. I mean, if, it, if someone's good to you, you're going to remember it. Yes. You know? Now, you and I have a little bit of a unique situation where your ex-in-laws are actually in my life. <laughs> yes, they are. Some of them. And, and I, you know what? At the end of the day... How can anybody fault that? No, you can't because they're so good to me yeah, and they're, they're so kind. Estelle and, and, and Sherry are just what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. And they're just such genuine. They're good. They're very good people. And wonderful treat, people. Yeah. You know, um, Estelle sends me, remembers my birthday and every she, year. As well, I get a card too. And she's well into her 90s, right? God love her. Yep. She into her 90s. Yep. So that family aspect and that friendship aspect, um, I mean, I know that when I was divorced, I, I lost a very, very dear friend, which then eventually it came back around and now we're close again. That's for you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. You know, but um, Steve and I. We, we love you, buddy. We up and down on that roller coaster. And and I'll never forget something he said to me. He said to me, I'm so heartbroken. And I thought, how are you heartbroken? I'm the one going through the divorce. We're the ones whose marriage is being dissolved on paper and in life. And he said, I'm heartbroken because I really, truly look to you guys as true love and I trusted it again and it broke. Now, how do I trust it again? It was pretty deep. Yeah, that's you know? very deep. And he's right though. It was I mean, like, he's right. He looked up to what we had, my ex-husband and I, what we had. And well, cause he was friends with both of you. Right. He was originally friends with my ex-husband and then came into my life and we became very close like brother and sister. And and I, I hurt him too. And it's just, I don't think it's kind of like an earthquake, you know, there's the epicenter and that's the divorce, but then those, those waves and the mm-hmm. shock waves and the after effects, they just kind of keep rippling out and people don't realize that now it's definitely not a reason to stay in an, you know, an unhealthy relationship no fearing there's never a reason to do that but i do know that there are a lot of people who would say i'm not happy but his family loves me or her family i love her family and well how do i leave this i well i mean that that might be stretching it because i mean i think i don't think at least i would hope that people would not stay in a marriage because of the I the in laws. I I think, I, I, I think it, no. I think it's mainly. I think it's going to be mainly about children. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I don't. I don't think it's going to be mainly. I mean, I'm not going to stay for Aunt Carol. That's that's for. <laughs> I darn, really hope. Yeah. Sorry, Aunt Carol. Yeah. Whoever Aunt Carol one, is. We don't but, really yeah, have one. We don't have an Aunt Carol. That's why I pulled that out. But I don't think people are staying for the in laws. I think they're they're going to stay for the children. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'd love for somebody to weigh in on that. I'd be interested yeah. to find out if. Anybody feels if someone's know. staying in for the in-laws, maybe you should be looking at the in-laws. And mm-hmm. <laughs> but some families are very, very close. Of course, no, I get it. I'm just, I, I, I think it's going to be based off of children when it comes to that point. But yeah. anyway, that's that's up for discussion. Yeah. Now, when two people are having their 
you know, last you're divvying up furniture, you're divvying up, you know, all these things. Hmm. Is there a discussion? No. no do way. you think? I mean. Uh, what do you mean? I, well, let's find out personally, but do you think that there's ever a discussion? Like you get, you know, Joe and Sue and I get Mike and. Oh, and, as and, far and, as and friends. Oh my goodness. You know what? I don't think so. I think it just falls that way. I think, I think, um, I don't, at least in my personal situation, right. I know I didn't talk to any of the friends and say, Hey, are you coming with me or are you going right. with her? Right. I, because I didn't, I'm not the kind of person I'm not going to give an ultimatum mm-hmm. or I'm not going to give pressure wherever it lies. Yeah. You know, because if, if you have an opinion already, I'm not going to be able to change it, nor do I want to. Because even if you, if you, if you do make somebody feel guilty, and I say that strongly, mm-hmm. you're going to make them feel guilty to make them want to come to your side, then it's not worth it because right. that thought's always going to be in the back of their head. Like, oh my God, I'm, you know, yeah. I don't want to be here. So if there is somebody listening, a listener that is, you know, resonating with this and they're thinking, boy, I have somebody that I care about, you know, my best friend's husband, they got divorced and I really, really liked him and cared about him. And I feel guilty that I haven't reached out to him. Feel free. Do it. Feel free because you don't know. Maybe that that person is lonely. Divorce is lonely. It's very lonely and isolating. And most of all, if you're reaching out to somebody that you just had a great connection with through the marriage, it should not matter. Mm-hmm. And if that person that whether you're friends with the husband or the wife, neither one of them should have any say mm-hmm. whether yeah. you connect with that person or not. Those- and, and if they do, then they're not really on your side yeah. either because you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's it's Gosh, really it about be, what it's, it's it's about what you want to do and about what that other person wants to. Do. If you yes. guys want to remain friends, that's a beautiful thing. Who Absolutely, cares? Absolutely, but I can see now that I've said that I can see where that could get tricky. It can. If so, okay. Let me just put the scenario out. So I'm friends with, let's use Joe and Sue again, pretend couple, and Sue has been my best friend since eighth grade. And Joe and Sue got married when they were 18 and now we're in our forties and they're getting divorced. And Joe has been a part of my life for 20 years, but Sue's been a part of my life for, you know, 30 years and Joe hurt Sue pretty bad, but I care about both of them. I can see where it would cause some hurt if I remained friends with Joe, because Sue's like, you are supposed to be my friend. He really screwed me over, you know, I can see, I can see how it gets sticky. If you went and had a cup of coffee, which really quick, let me just pause really fast. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by the Carter Coffee Company, Socially Conscious, Direct Trade, Global Love. Visit us at thecartercoffeeco.com, Guatemalan Premium Coffee. Say that, that the website again, because I think the end, the co is throwing people. Carter Coffee co c o dot com all right yep so enough with the sponsors um <laughs> had so, to get that one in there though you know though i mean i do see what you're saying mm-hmm. and it could be tough but here's but again i i i strongly believe in 
if everybody's mature enough mm-hmm. and it, it's not like you're going to rub it in their nose. And if you do, then you're just, then you're not doing it for the right reason. Yeah. You're a selfish ass. Yeah. And, um, but if you can keep it separate and do your thing and you know, yeah, continue not, to support it, each party. Yeah. It's not like everybody's going to go out for dinner and sing Kumbaya. Do you, did you, do you have anybody that you lost? Do you feel like that you lost in your divorce? Uh, yeah. Um, the, the nieces and nephews. No, other than family. Oh, friends. Um, because I don't know. I don't really I don't, feel. I think I kept them. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Um, no, I, I don't feel like there other than no, I'm, my one situation with Steve that then came back around. I don't feel like. And if you, we talk about this in in my book, um, More Than a Country Song, which is available on Amazon. I'm not plugging it. You're all about sponsors, aren't you? Hey, listen, you know what? We, the whole story is in there. So um, check that out if you're, if you're into reading books. But other than that, I don't really feel like anybody who was supposed to be left in my life stayed. And that's the key right there. I mean, and I, I, I'm, I apologize for making the joke earlier, but I mean, Sure, I didn't keep everybody, but my point is, um, I'm sure I lost people, and you know, and not that I'm going to name them, but it's it's tough. Um, but when you come out on the other side, it's worth it. Yeah, but that's the only way I can put it, and that's not trying to sound harsh or brash or like ha 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 ha. I won. It's not that at all. It's about you have to climb through the barbed wire and the mud mm-hmm. to get through that other side to feel better about yourself and get to where you're comfortable in your life. Yeah. And whoever's there standing by you yes. when you get to that other yeah, side, they're right there with you. Yeah. And you know, and, and the ones that don't, then it's just, it's not it's supposed the way, to happen. Right. It's, it's not, the way it's that just, life yeah. is supposed to be. It's my, it, I always, I always say process of elimination. I said something earlier. I kind of want to, and I know we're kind of getting short on time yeah, we here, are. but um, I said divorce is lonely and isolating. And I don't want that to, to make somebody fearful of taking the steps that they need to. And of course we're not, we're also not encouraging divorce, no, but gosh, if no, there's somebody gosh, that's no. in that position, um, it will make you stronger than you've ever thought you'd be able to be. It can be lonely and it can be isolating if you don't allow people to support and love you. And so I think that's really uh, an important point to uh, important to point out that, you know, there are going to be people you lose. There are going to be these beautiful relationships that you gain. Right. What I learned from it is if you have any questions, with the way your life is going, whether it be in your marriage or whatever, you have to find your way mm-hmm. and you have to be your own person and whatever it takes. Um, like, like you just said, divorce is very painful. Nobody wins. Mm-mm. There isn't, there isn't uh, oh, I got you. Nobody wins in the end. Um, but if you know in your heart, when you're in it, that it's not right and you need to make a change, don't be afraid to make the change because the one thing I can tell you from experience is when you're hurting in that situation and you know you need to make that change, 
Do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Do it for yourself because if there's children involved, if you do it for yourself and you feel better about yourself, everybody around you is going to feel that because if you can't make yourself happy, you're not going to make anybody else around you happy. Mm-hmm. And it's going. It starts with you. You have to do it for you. And you may unveil a beautiful new life, which we will talk about on our next episode uh, that will be coming out in just a few days. So uh, thank you so much for joining us on this little bit of a tough topic today. Yeah, but I'm it got kind of deep. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, but yeah. You know what? That's what we're here for. So take good care of each other. And uh, signing out, I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. We will see you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye.